the plane that took a train. Episode 4, Scene 7, The Second Day, Nighttime, Place, Along the Way. We rolled away from the siding at Plum Creek. Joe had got us going at a good clip. Whistle blowing, steam rising from his smokestack. Number 195. Our party was the little plane, myself, Kaitea, and this new one-armed dog they called Freckles. He had outsmarted Bowser and Wowser and engineered our escape. We all relaxed as those dogs became a memory. I was wondering, how could he be so smart and brave yet not be able to say anyone's name? That first night together, I was comfortably asleep on the ground when I woke up to the sound of nearby thrashing. Ah! Uh, ah! Uh, ah! Uh, Freckles! What's wrong? Oh! Freckles! You're dreaming. Oh. Wake up. Wake up. Oh. Freckles, are you all right? Yes, I'm all right. It's nothing. If that was nothing, then I hope I never see something. What is it? What was your dream? Do you really want to know? Yes, I really do. All right, I'll tell you. My arm... I was born without this arm. You should have seen my master's face change over time. Shock at first. Disappointment, I imagine. Then embarrassment to be seen with me. Like I was making him look bad. Anger, rejection, and finally, a murderous rage at my imperfection. One night, down to the river... Oh, Freckles. He threw me in where the current was strong... The water was cold. I tried to swim across, but I kept going under. I fought and fought, but it was no use. I was so close to the other shore, but I was spent. I went down for what I thought was the last time. Then, a complete blank. How I got there, I don't know, but I woke up to find myself on the riverbank, alive. Were you hurt? Not physically. But soon I discovered I'd lost the ability to say anyone's name. It was like my mind said, Freckles, don't get started with anybody ever again. I've never told this to anyone. No one. Weird. Somehow I'm able to talk to you, a girl cat. Good thing you're not a girl dog. I couldn't handle that one bit. I'd be in the next county by now. Oh... It's a good thing I'm not a girl dog, then. But I'm glad you are talking to me. I think you need a friend. Please help me. I'm in a box. When I breathe, my ribs have locks. Sit beside and comfort me. Maybe a friend could be the key People say, come on inside Right away, I run and hide Got a mind of sorrow and woe That's why I don't wanna go 
Giving up, going in But my mind ain't my best friend I give up and go on in I just wind up down and out again Your start on life was rather wet There's a night that haunts you yet But you're allowed a better bed And I'd be proud to call you friend Given up, going in But your mind won't let you win You just have to love yourself again I could make the world my friend You just have to love yourself again I just have to love myself again I just have to love myself again You just have to love yourself I just have to love myself Friends? Friends. Please consider supporting our work by making a donation at theplanethattookatrain.com. Simply click on the Donate button, it's quick and easy, and any donations, large or small, will help us cover the costs of producing the play and the many talented actors and musicians who worked on this project. Part of the proceeds will go to the Wisconsin Humane Society and to the Collaborative for Leadership in Air Sensory Integration. Thank you for listening to The Plane That Took a Train. Scene 8. Third day, morning. Place, further along the way. The morning of the third day found us rolling along in good spirits. Freckles had gotten some sleep and hadn't had any more nightmares. It must have done him some good to share his dream with Kaitea because... He seemed just a little bit more relaxed with us. I admired him. I imagined myself staring down those guard dogs like he had done, with nothing more than a bone on his hip. Around midday, going across a green valley, we saw two crows flying towards us. Well, look what's coming down the valley. Can anybody here explain? When it could fly way up in the sky Why a plane would take a train We can't afford to dilly-dally I need to know we can't contain To find out why when it could fly A plane would take a train Clickety-clack That train is a crack locomotive A plane on its back Well tell me now Jack What's the motive? Well look what's coming down the valley Did anybody here explain When it could fly up in the sky Why a plane would take a train Why a plane would take a train
permission to come on board? Are you friends of the king? Kaka! We are friends to the memory of the good king, and we scorn the one who calls himself that now. Permission granted. I am Martina. This is my husband, Martin. <laughs> I am Kaitea. I see. I see that you are an unusual cat. If you can see that, then you can see why you must not mention it. This is York. E-Oric? It rhymes with meteoric. I'm her brother. This is Freckles. You've lost an arm. Never had that one. And this is a little plane. No other name for you? No, that's it. I see. We have never seen a plane take a train. It is curious. You, train 195. You have a name? I'm Joe. Like in... I see. We heard your whistle and came to investigate. It was unusual. Yes, it must be unusual to hear a train on its way to Centaurus. It was unusual because we heard it from 20 miles away. How can that be? Joe? Well, some have it, some don't. Oh my. We were trying not to call attention to ourselves. We're going to Centaurus so that the little plane can start the engines of the Centauran planes and make them fly again. Seat disabled them. We've already set off alarms at the palace and had to run for our lives. Now everyone will know where we are. No one of importance. All the lords and nobles have been called to the capital for Seat's military parade. Only the workers themselves will hear you. Miners, farmers, factory laborers. All is work. There are no schools, no public gatherings. There is no music for the people. Seat squeezes them nearly dry, and they have forgotten any other way to be, forgotten the truth of their own dignity. It is a powerful spell that he has placed over the land. His total spell does not extend beyond the Zintaran Mountains. Seat has hesitated to test his powers against us because he doesn't know the degree of the power of Ravenna to oppose him. But he grew bold enough to put a specific spell on our planes, so we face destruction nonetheless. We here are the only chance for Zentaurus. Could you help us? Could you come with us? You could fly above us and be our eyes. Why can't the little plane do that? I can't fly. I crashed into the king's son, and now I'm broken. Oh, I see. Kaitea, I will join you. Martin will stay behind with our young. I will scout for danger. No one can scout for danger like a crow. Oh, thank you, Martina. Stay with us as long as you can. Nine, third day, morning. Place, the palace. While we were on our way across the country, Seat was in his inner sanctum in the palace, counting bags of money, I imagine. When King Vesalius ruled, the palace had mice. Now it had rats. Big ones. They admired Seat greatly.
The smear on your face sucked the warmth from his soul. Demons had gathered, they scattered like crows. You're so evil that evil don't want you. Now we could fall to the devil, I know. But there's nowhere for you to go. You're way beyond that bad ride through the bone. You're so evil that evil don't want you. Enter. Let me do the talking, Wowser. I'm not even here, Bowser. Come in, good dogs. I sent for you to get a report on the disturbance yesterday. So many alarms went off. What was it all about? Your Majesty, it was really minor as it turned out. Not much at all. We took care of it. Minor. Not much at all. You have guilt written all over your faces. Bowser, there can't be something written on my face. I just washed it. That's just a figurative expression. A what? All right, Your Highness, there was a burglary. There were two cat burglars. I mean, they were actually cats. And what, if anything, was taken? Nothing of importance. Just the little plane. But all it ever did was sit in that shed and sniffle anyway. No big loss. And you let this happen? We chased them, we caught them, but then a dog showed up. We chased them, we caught them, a dog showed up. One dog! He outsmarted us. Oh, I can't believe that. What did these cat burglars look like? Boy cat, smallish, about a year old, white with red points, girl cat, medium build, some brown, some gray, some orange, maybe three years old, seemed to be in charge. Hmm. That doesn't mean anything to me. What about the dog? Probably about three years old as well. Coat, red and white swirls, face full of freckles, and he was missing his left arm. Missing his left arm? Really? Freckled? Well, well. Well, well. And they've got the plane with them now. Yes, they went off on a train. The little plane. Of course. But the plane couldn't fly, so they set off the alarms, and now I know their plan. <laughs> oh, Ravenna, you loser! I know your plan. As for you two, you shall be punished. <laughs> Bad dogs. No supper! The little plane to start their engines. A freckled, one-armed dog? <laughs> I'll deal with this. I'll mop the floor with all of you. To 
be continued. The Plane That Took a Train Directed by Taylor Galloway Characters voiced and sung by Yorick Thatcher Jacobs Kaitea Carly Meyer Freckles Luke Brotherhood Seat Michael E. Martin Little Plane Willa Arnold Joe Bob Drucker Ravenna Jenna Ellis Bowser K. Cron Wowser Dexter Ellis Martina Allison Womack Martin Steve Dawson Rat Ensemble Steve Dawson Big Plains Laura Carling and Dexter Ellis Creative Consultant Jenna Grossman Spears Book by Bob Drucker Songs by Bob Drucker and Steve Dawson Copyright 2020 Look for Episode 5 of The Plane That Took a Train